0: Do you ever want to be a guest on a super cool podcast hosted by a glamorous power couple from their cutting-edge home studio on the outskirts of a major metropolitan world hub? Hollywood anyone? Us too. Until then, let's pretend. One of these days, you might get a DM, a PM, an EM, or even a message in a bottle inviting you to join my husband and I for an hour or two in our chat lab working on solutions for all the world's problems and when you are invited there's only one response yeah uh-huh so
1: if you leave me baby i won't die the same no i won't die the same. Oh, oh so if you leave I'll be the one to blame I'll be the one to blame Mm.
2: Look at me. You can't even look at me. Well, I'm glad to see you look happy. You know if you're good, I'm great, honest. Just make me a promise. Remember what we had. Not the bad, but the good. We did what we Hello.
0: had Hello, to listeners. Do. What we Thank should. you for joining us on, on, on
2: Yeah, it ain't
0: This week, we have Simface Campbell. Now, how would you wish us to
3: address
0: you? Uh, Sim. Sim
1: Campbell, okay, that's
2: my name. Uh huh. Um, my rap name we call I use school face pele, okay. Yeah. But we can go with Sim Campbell today, I, okay.
4: I think you kind of mashed up his real name, oh, in his, in his yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Uh, well, Sim, Sim yeah,
2: Campbell, that's, that's cool. That cool. That was cool. That was good,
0: yeah. Well, it's in the book, yeah. you know, yeah, and, definitely. yeah, yeah, the chapter, you know. And and she would pronounce, she would say your name at the beginning of each page. So, um, that uh, was your voice with female. Um, Sim face Campbell.
4: No, no, no. Okay, oh, Sim Campbell. Sim. Ca- okay, so she'd read the header of the page,
0: uh-huh.
4: and she'd skip down to the number of the page. Uh huh. And then she would start reading the page. So you would always okay. have this little interval throughout the narrative, mm-hmm. but it would say Sim Campbell at the top. It never said okay. Sim. I don't know where you're getting that. Okay. You're, you got to get on track.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, oftentimes we go back and look at these things and we find out which one of us was correct.
4: Yeah. Well, sometimes you're correct, but I think in this instance,
0: sometimes huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, what
4: was uh, that? So welcome Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's great to have you here. We we've, like it said we've uh, done a little bit of research about uh you know you're kind of a renaissance man you're a writer oh, yeah mm-hmm. you're yeah. a performer you're a rapper you're mm-hmm. um seems a, seems like you have a lot of um plates uh spinning um and we you know we've listened to to some of the stuff and um you know let's just maybe just get a little bit of your background uh you know where where you're at where you come from and uh you know okay. how you got involved in this stuff
1: mm-hmm.
2: all right Um. Uh, my name is sim campbell i was born in kingston jamaica
1: mm-hmm. i
2: came to america in 84 brooklyn new york i grew mm-hmm. up in brooklyn and you know the music that i make is kind of a mashup of my era grew up in like the 90s that hip hop era Mm-hmm. and you know I was Jamaican so I kind of fuse it kind of fuse with the culture you know my music kind of reflects the culture yeah. of both sides you know mm-hmm. Yeah. and yeah so a lot of my work is just a reflection of um what I've embodied mhm and just put it back out yeah my you're eyes and my i noticed
0: your style has a like a, a smoothness more of a poetic smoothness than a like driving yeah. beat The the few tracks that we listen to, yes.
1: Yeah, okay. I
2: always like to hear people's opinions and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. see how they view what they think. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, a a different perspective right there, poetic.
0: Yeah, Yeah. definitely there's a poetic smoothness, a flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: So do Mm -hmm. you remember much about uh, Jamaica? I mean, how old were you when you came over?
0: Yeah, I
2: came over when I was seven. Okay. So I do... remember a lot of jamaica i actually went back two years ago and a lot of the things were just smaller than how i remembered them when i was remembering (laughs) them they was like much bigger Mm -hmm. you know there was things that i remember um visuals that i had landmarks and different things that i saw and i was like hey i remember this hey i remember that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right yeah and the culture you know because i grew up in um brooklyn So I grew up in a Caribbean neighborhood. So the culture was very heavy. So it was, even if I wasn't in Jamaica, the culture is so heavy that you couldn't, I guess only just being physically in Jamaica was the difference.
1: Mm.
2: It was like a clash of everything, all the islands, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I just grew up in that that melting pot of New York and the Caribbean atmosphere. Right. From Guyanese, Trinidadian, Puerto Rican, you know, everything mixed all up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, in our travels, we don't travel too much. We did go to the Bahamas one time. We got a little bit of the Caribbean, you know, feel. feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's kind of a tourist yeah. trap. You know? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, the part we went to was. <laughs> yeah.
4: So um, we should mention the name of your book right off the top. That's something that's uh, sometimes we you know get so interested in our guests that we start diving right in and we don't really but we should yeah. mention the name of your book which is the factor when death mm-hmm. yes. For or dishonor is tested uh, yes. um so we did finish the book and really enjoyed mm-hmm. it okay. I'd say yeah. that it was really it was really it was a page turner
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> but
4: it, it kind okay. of came I'm glad I'm
0: glad. we look forward to getting back to it every night <laughs> Please. Okay, so it kept
2: you interested.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely.
4: Yeah, yeah. There were some adult scenes in it that were kind mm-hmm. of engaging. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah. and the, the violence, you know, the, the, it Such was. It's naughty uh,
0: language. <laughs> yeah. <right>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I'm, yeah,
0: I, I try to. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I try I'm to t- tie in.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: try to tie in. I try to make it as authentic as you know as possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And also um um putting my perspective on certain things in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i used to I, I read a lot of uh uh book like urban literature at one time and i used to be like you know what i can i can write a book like this but a lot you ever read a book and all the information and not that accurate
0: right say, mm-hmm.
2: this is what happened, so it kind of motivated me to you know write so, like someone
0: things wrote things. it without the actual experience yes or do the so, research you know, i
2: would, yeah, so I was thinking if I get the the professional people around me that can uh correct my grammar and other stuff that I'm not that good with, then it would be all right. Mhm.
4: I I'd say that it kind of uh, the reason we enjoyed it so much, I think, is because it almost moved in a cinematic way. You could almost you could mm-hmm. almost see it as a uh
0: Yeah, you could picture
4: it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like a storyboard almost, you know, and um you know, your description of the cars. I could tell you were very much into the cars because it would be very detailed about the make of the cars in the book. Okay. Uh, um You know, the, uh, the just the interaction yeah. between the characters is pretty, you know, gritty, pretty... Uh, uh, here's the thing about writing that I always find is mm-hmm. the biggest challenge is to try to not make everyone sound the same. The same. Yeah. And did, did they, they
2: all
0: sound the same not, did, no 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 not. Well, that's
4: what i was getting at you had right. you know you there had a lot of definitely
0: fe- a difference
4: you had a lot of female characters in it mm-hmm. you had some some tough dudes you know
0: mm-hmm.
4: Uh you know starting with two <laughs> real the females are pretty they're pretty the, the females are pretty gritty though no
0: yeah the, absolutely the i like
4: that yeah absolutely i definitely yeah. say deceive she wasn't mm-hmm. going to be deceived very very often she was pretty yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. she
4: was pretty cunning.
2: Were you guys able to figure it out? Oh, I don't know if we're gonna uh spoil it for any of the viewers that went around. I read.
0: did not I and know. that's that yeah. was cool. Not yeah, to no, we there. did not I did not figure out the the real twist in the, end. the
2: Yeah. So there were some yeah. twists and turns, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. And I found that um one of the things that particularly kept me interested was Credit's crew because it was like you had enough between too real and the um the dirty cops to okay. me, the dirty feds yeah. that you could have made yeah, a book out they, of that. But then the 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 extra little cat the extra little bit was Cruddy's crew.
3: Yeah.
0: It was like so you yeah. had like not just two power things facing off, but three. And they were all yeah. at first you think that Cruddy's crew is just like something like a throwaway, like it's there and it's gone. But really, yes. they ended up being a third power, which I found very interesting. Uh,
1: I'm, uh, and it's, you know, it's, a lot of people don't really that catch well. on to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of people don't catch on to that, right? Because I want to show uh, the different elements of, mm-hmm. you know, the prosecutor and versus say a guy in the street, he wants, like Cruddy doesn't take things personal. That's what he does. He's here to rob you. And you yeah. might lose your life in the process. But mm-hmm. like the prosecutor, he's trying to, morally compromise you you know it's like dying one death versus dying a thousand death over and over right you know, you know cruddy was just like that like you say like a throwaway but but mm-hmm. he is a factor within that world that they come from because you have guys that they mm-hmm. just want to rob you they want to take you and then you have like the prosecutors and you know those are both bad guys to someone like you mm-hmm. you know so that's not the i not a, a lot of people catch on to that
4: one yeah. it's just adventurous yeah.
2: to them the story well, well, guys
4: like well, gerald he's using the system right uh to go to war with i mean right. he's, and, and and the other guy justifying
0: yeah. by i i the like you're saying that the death by a thousand cuts he's using his belief that these people are morally corrupt and so it's okay yeah. for him to do morally corrupt things to get them.
1: Exactly. So justified, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I get that. Right? right. And then there's the whole, you know, we did uh, read a, we listened to a blog yesterday by a young lady. I can't remember her name.
4: Yeah, I don't think
0: uh, so. Okay. That. But um, she...
4: Listening to some Brooklyn, there, yeah, <laughs> yellow
1: uh,
0: <pan>. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she mentioned a chess a- chess aspect in the book, and um, I we I hadn't picked up on that, but Philip yeah. had somewhat, which is where Creddy's Screw comes in because it's like there's a third chess player,
1: right?
4: Yeah,
0: kind of don't really, yeah,
4: a lot of, yeah. of moving mm-hmm. parts. Yeah, but I think okay, so a lot so- of moving parts. Yeah, we should probably give a look, let uh, Sam do a little, mm-hmm. just a brief little synopsis of the plot <laughs> so that, um, you know, so that so, so our listeners can have a little bit of perspective of the characters we're talking about.
2: As far as uh, Two Real or cruddy, uh, the whole his whole dilemma? Well, I kind mm-hmm. of look at Two Real... Too real.
4: And Vanessa are kind of the center of the, you know, they're the sun. They're kind of the center of this universe. It seems like, uh-huh. so yeah, the love story.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and of course the uh, the rom-com chick in me, because I do occasionally watch the odd rom-com. Um, wanted them to end up together, of course. Right,
4: but but Too real is a the drug kingpin.
0: He's very much a realist.
4: Yeah. Right. Oh, he's, he's um. Right, yes. And yeah. Vanessa. You stop me if I'm going too far here in revealing the plot, but okay. <laughs> well, you
0: find that out pretty yeah. early.
4: Yeah, fairly early on, you find out that Vanessa yeah. is an undercover agent who has actually fallen in love with Turiel, and yeah, um, yeah. and uh, he loves her enough that even after he finds out that that she set him up on a uh, you know a bust, um,
0: he's conflicted.
4: He's conflicted. He accepted her back even mm-hmm. after that had happened, which is almost unheard of i guess and uh you
0: know mm-hmm. gang
4: etiquette you know, or whatever well um, but to me that kind of proves how much they were yeah. love you know yeah, um, yeah.
3: The, the, uh, other the, the, than the thing do.
0: that we're not going to tell everybody uh what other reason would there be for him to take Vanessa back uh, or at least allow uh, her, back the- her back
2: into the because he realizes that uh mm-hmm. these guys are like playing so dirty Mm -hmm. you know so it's almost like he has a he's uh devising a plot of his own
1: Mm
3: -hmm. that he
2: sees he can use her also within his plot but he's useful at one point she can seize it she sees that it's going Uh that way i don't know if i was able to paint that picture Mm
0: -hmm. because
2: i did write it from an aspect like uh, i see in visual when i when i when i'm right when i listen to music or even when I imagine mm-hmm. what I'm a write, I'm always seeing it in a visual. Yeah. So I do not know if I painted that picture right that, you know, once he realized, because she came uh, um, palms up, playing palms up, like, you know what, this is what happened. I'm just going to be forthcoming with you all the way. Mm-hmm. And she was forthcoming, and, you know, although he was still kind of in, in his emotions, and he dismissed her,
1: mm-hmm. and he
2: he thought about it, like, you know, you know, these guys are really trying to, you know, this is like personal. It's more than just Mm-hmm. Compromising me, he kind of realizes that mm-hmm. there's something going on here, so you know what? He figures out he can use her too.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: the plan just came to him like a little later on in the book, after you know what he experienced,
1: right? Because, you
2: know, as you, yeah, because yeah, he doesn't see that he's doing the same thing that he uh, accuses guys of doing, in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, which is justifying your actions. You know, right. sometimes we, we all make the hat fit when we want it to fit, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh huh. I
4: do. Yeah. Each one of these kind of main characters are kind of following the same blue, the same uh yeah. blueprint, but just uh, under different uh, different guys. You know, whether it's the system or yeah. the resources that the yeah. the gangsters have at their disposal. Yeah. You know, whatever it takes.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
4: So this Thank is
1: you. crazy. That's not, that's
4: not so unlike. Yeah but then okay so then uh so we have this little romance going on and uh, but the sea kind of becomes kind of a uh Entangled into it, right? yeah yeah and I, I really i thought she was a really you know
0: great character character very sexy
4: yeah. you know very, <laughs> you know she's worked, knew how to work her way into the
0: mm-hmm.
4: to the situation Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. obviously targeted Vanessa as uh, her main adversary, you know, too real. Yes. And uh, she's
2: the one that seems to be in her way, right, of getting yeah. what she wants.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, you know, when you think about the scene, I'm going to ask you here periodically about some of these characters. Since since it does yeah. come across as kind of a, almost a cinematic or storyboard type thing.
0: Yeah, it has a visual quality to it.
4: Yeah, like I it, can,
0: we can hear your, you know, your visual almost.
4: Yeah. So, who, like, if you were to uh, identify an actress, maybe that you would, uh, oh, if you wow. were to have your, your book made into a movie, who might deceive, be portrayed by? It? Ah, wow. You'll notice
0: he likes the you best. You
2: put me on the spot with that one. You put me <laughs> uh-huh. on the spot with that one. Because I always, I literally sat down and, 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 and was, thinking about something like that
1: yeah and i
2: was wondering the same thing you know like who could it be and then mm-hmm. i was thinking maybe I have to get someone new but uh to see because she has that you know slim indian hair which is uh mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh-huh.
2: maybe uh a zoe something-ish maybe within the uh how would i i would definitely have to find a character and let you guys know
4: not off the top Okay. That what about her. Zendaya? What that? Zendaya? Oh, she's so yeah, she's really cute. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. She's over. You know what? Is Zendaya,
4: <laughs> maybe
2: maybe we would have to make her hair uh a more darker. Yeah. Because, uh, um, cause, you know this uh the sea has has that, that Trinidadian Indian Indianish hair, wavyish. Mm-hmm. Silky wavy hair. You know, you ever yeah. see the, Trinidad, the the Trinidadian na- a native and they're kinda mixed?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: with the Indian and the black and they, they got that look, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Oh, who, would, who would have that hair and have
1: mm-hmm.
2: the... Yeah, you know what? Probably, possibly somewhere along the lines of Zendaya along those
4: lines.
0: Yeah. Oh,
4: good call there.
0: Thank you. Because I asked a question... Right? much prettier role right now um, uh, on, uh, I think it's HBO, maybe? Mm-hmm
1: yeah kind of spreading it's her one wings of those
0: either HBO or Showtime where she's playing a um um she's into drugs and she's having a difficult time oh okay so and I and I think she can stretch into the roles and of course she's gorgeous so she's just drop okay. dead gorgeous right yeah
4: yeah right.
0: so and sometimes when just- it comes to casting you have to adjust your original vision Mm-hmm. you know so if they're making the movie yeah. and they want Zendaya, Zendaya and they can't make her hair right, you'll just go, Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I I actually wrote yeah. the
1: script already but for
0: it. I actually it.
2: wrote it and have it sitting. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Cool. I would definitely like to turn it into uh, a mini series or something like that. hmm it uh, goes part, all huh? the way Yeah. I would definitely like to do um uh something like you know like a hbo stars type just like what you mentioned yeah
0: absolutely you know? netflix amazon
1: yeah they're all doing definitely. originals
0: and there are new play yeah. new uh paramount originals and all of that
1: uh-huh. um
0: yeah. i think it fits in um i know stars does some some nice gritty. it does well with some gritty stuff city on the hill um, yeah
4: so
1: you know
0: so it might fit in more there and i didn't they originate the wire, or who originated the wire? I think it was Showtime. Showtime, yeah, okay. The wire. Yeah,
2: Showtime, yeah.
3: But stars yeah.
2: is known for power. Power can yeah. make um, mm-hmm. stars, and you know a lot of people they they always compare that. As far as uh, in certain aspect, the power. Hey, this reminds me of power. But uh-huh. I wrote that in two thousand and six. When I tell people that, they like no way. I am like, yeah, I wrote that in two thousand and six,
4: man. They're like, yes. yeah, yeah. Hey. But- yeah, I, I just would mm-hmm. I would commend you that the uh, the dialogue is really well written. It, mm-hmm. You know, it sounded it sounded like females uh, talking. It sounded like yeah.
1: you
4: know, yeah, extras talking. It sounded the like stuff, a, they, they would
2: say, "Oh man, I'm glad, man, I'm glad you guys really like that." You know, sometimes this is the stuff that motivates me to write more because I always <laughs> want to know what people think if they can see what you see or you know. So mm-hmm. when, when when you just, just hearing you guys saying that, and I'm like, man, you hit it on the head. It makes me so excited like that. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe that. Because I am like an amateur. I, so for me to get that response,
4: it, it it gets me
2: very excited,
4: you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll, you'll be back at the uh, Behind Keyboard tonight. starting on your sequel. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I actually did part two already, right? It's just, oh, yeah. I, I want to put some more, yeah, I want to put more um details in it. Because, you know, as a theme, Death Before This honest is tested. And I wanted to just show on different levels, like you were saying earlier, you know, these guys, you know, um, they do work with these, uh, these polices, you know, a lot of these, these Mm -hmm. rules and regulations that a lot of people live by, they don't see the whole picture. And then, you know, I also wanted the book to just reflect on um, a lot of times people has never been tested to face their worst fears. We always uh, fix our mouth to say what we will or what we won't do. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times we haven't been Tested up, put in that position to make that decision, right? You know,
1: yeah,
4: he was in that decision, yeah. I think about that would like, what, what would I do if somebody were to come up on me and uh, threaten us, you know, threaten us or something like well, that? Well, like you for would, instance, what would I do? Yeah, <laughs> or, we
0: we have a neighbor who's well, that's uh, not, special needs, it's not
4: drag or neighbor.
0: No, <laughs> we're not.
4: Yeah. But you're right. Sometimes you uh, you really don't know where you stand mm-hmm. until you're tested.
0: Until just, you have to actually yeah.
4: Just like you say right in the topic. Yeah. But they say your fight or
2: your flight stimulus. Which one is going to kick in? Fight or flight response. Going to tell you who you are. To. Yeah.
0: And really, I don't think there's any shame in either because it's an almost. It's a biological thing. It's not really something Um, you have control over necessarily. Especially the first time you're tested. Uh, Like for instance, um, the Sopranos. Tony Soprano would pass out in certain situations. That wasn't something he was in control of.
2: Yeah. Yes. I like how you said that though. I didn't even know how you put that. Because it it is something natural. And I feel like once people get to learn themselves, their weakness they should be able to at least you know navigate better and or even to expose themselves to certain things because you know you know your limitations it's almost like know your limitations well i'm not gonna do that because you know i can't do this over here so it just makes sense for me to not do it at all then you know yeah
0: yeah i I, I mean i donate blood and i know i have a friend who went to donate blood and every time they would try they tried twice they passed out
4: that was me by the way (laughs)
0: <laughs> i wasn't gonna call it <laughs> but yeah i mean literally when we put the needle in he passed out and that is yeah. a physical visceral response it's oh. not something that's y- you're not in control of that
3: well i was and joking So but, he's I didn't
0: not really allowed,
4: i just almost passed
0: out yeah but he's not allowed to donate blood <laughs> they won't let him because okay. they're afraid he's going to pass out
4: okay. yeah. but i do but i do blood work Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he can he can have his blood drawn for a test. All
4: right, all right. So, Cruddy in the book talks Mm -hmm. about pimp principles. What exactly are pimp principles? And Cruddy is the two real's main adversary, right? Well, he's, yeah, he's it's the
0: triumvirate of Gerald, Cruddy, and Two Real by, the, in, by right. the middle of the book.
4: But they're at opposite corners. Right. Of these characters.
0: And the thing yeah. is, for a okay. long time, Two Real doesn't even know Cruddy's in there. Yeah. He's like, yes, he's, got he's on, the spider he's got on the, the wall.
1: What,
2: yes. He's what I like to refer to the unexpected of what should be expected.
1: You mm-hmm. know, because
2: when you're doing certain things, there's certain things that it's like pop. Planning from uh, something going wrong. What is that like? Dor Dor? Whose theory is that? Darwin. Theory, Darwin. Yes. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, you know. You oh, know, the it Darwin Awards. I love those. Because, yeah. So you know.
0: Yeah, if you're not credits. aware of it, there's a website called the Darwin Awards. Just an yeah. aside. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. Cool. But okay, moving so forward, asked, Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He asked about the Prince
1: Principle.
0: Yes.
2: So you know these are these are philosophies that you know pimps they follow and what i realized is um every one of every like uh um whatever layer of life they chooses, whether you're a pimp or you're a, a hustler everyone has their rules and and model or certain things that principles that they try to fall within
1: mm. you know that guides
2: them for say. and that was the, the the prince the pimp principle which you know it's father was a pimp, and he kind of used those same philosophy to discipline him in in his approach towards anything. So that would be like his formula, his stress, you know, his test strategy in a sense. He followed right. these principles, guidelines, morals, you know,
1: the art of yeah the that
2: he moved yeah. So you know, and he he revolves it around those principles, even though he's not a pimp, he still used those as a foundation. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. just uh, yeah. knowledge he's accumulated. Throughout his lifetime, and is able to apply to his you know, vocation now. Um, so, uh, how much of the book comes from uh, your own personal experience, and how much is anecdotal? You know, okay. like- well, you know, the the
2: concept of it, and actually the lessons in it were uh, less were out. Um, I was in. They were the best way to put it. When I was going through something, I was writing these lessons down and put it in a story format mm-hmm. to try to see if I could, you know. And that that was, um, you know, with I was exposed. I was in a prison when I was younger, and I was mm-hmm. at a high level. I was in a federal prison in a high penitentiary, and I was exposed to so much things that it wasn't what I imagined. It, you know, whatever I thought it was, it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was around guys who were who was telling me, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I was, and these guys were like big guys, top guys. And just mm-hmm. the things that I, I got exposed to, it, it made me kind of like reassess everything,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
2: And then I to ask myself, even the, the rules that I was following, like, like are, are these your rules or whose rules are you living by? You know what I mean? I had to kinda, yeah. Because now I'm finding out these people are not who they say they are. People are telling me to do things that I'm like, whoa. I thought that was not a, that was, that's not how it's supposed to go. You know, it was just, it was a, and I was a young man. So it was like conflicting and confusing at -hmm. the moment. And I'm like, Oh, I want if people see it like this, you know? And I always looked at uh, the prosecutor job was, you know, I had viewed the prosecutor like a vampire, you know, the main vampire, he bites one and, and one bites one and so forth and so forth. And he just brings in, the, brings everyone in. And I just looked at it as one guy, you know, as an informer in and one informer gets in trouble and he, he, to get out of trouble, he tells on someone else and someone else. And it just continues. It continues. It's like a domino effect. So mm-hmm. I, I almost, it was uh, almost like a virus, you know, cause one of my original title was a uh, host. Oh, uh, the epidemic or something of snitching, you know. But I was like, you know, that doesn't sound too good. <laughs> but I just want to paint mm, the picture of the lessons fun. I was learning. Mm-hmm.
1: Huh? The yeah, uh, uh, epidemic
0: the of and snitching. And <laughs>
1: huh. Yeah,
2: because you know, it's like in, in 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 the culture that I'm from, the urban culture is like it's shunned upon. But what I've learned, it has unconsciously become accepted. You know, mm-hmm. and it's because of certain popularity and the the culture shift. And what's exposed and what's just acceptable has just changed from you know my era to this era. So I wanted to be able to uh, depict that, you know, like wow. Yeah. I just you know when you have a, a moment, I'm like wow. I need to sh- I need to tell people about this. This is this is this is this is, this is bullshit. You know. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so it was almost like one of those lessons that I had that I had to come to the conclusion that um, if I don't like prison or I don't like informing and even if I don't like cops or whatever the case is. I am the other. I'm on. I'm on the other side that drives that side. So I can't partake in that game. You know, I have to come to the conclusion, like you know, if I, you know, I can't play that game, none, none at all, because I'm part of the whole. You know, sometimes we just look at things in the pieces. All right, I want the good part, just the good part. But this part also comes with it. It's like the fat with the protein, or the fat with the muscle. It doesn't come separately. It comes together. So yeah. you know, it's what you're gonna do. We just want this part of it. Right. So, you know, I just wanted to yeah. entertain, you know,
1: Yin and, 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 and kind
2: of just slide it in there and hopefully they would get it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
4: Right. I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a mm-hmm. lot of you through you know, throughout the, the story here. You know, we we've just met you today, but I'm sure that you know, reading this book is probably uh, you know, a roundabout way of getting acquainted with Sim Campbell, you know. But um mm-hmm. so we did uh you mentioned that
0: uh
4: New Jack City was kind of a uh,
0: inspiration a, a little bit of an
4: inspiration or whatever so we watched that Similar in preparation for this you know i think mm-hmm. when i was watching it, i was like i i think i've seen it before yeah but it had been so long since i've seen it right but um you know it was it was kind of interesting because it seemed that some of the uh, the clothing was uh, dated and stuff like that yeah. a little bit and i thought that- well and
0: then wesley snipes character was so one-dimensional <laughs> two real definitely exactly. has more dimension. i was
4: thinking the same yeah. thing yeah, I thought that <laughs> yeah. Ice T's character was a little bit more interesting I thought than, yeah. than Nino Brown. Mm-hmm. Um but uh um mm-hmm. so um you know how much uh how much Nino Brown is in 2 Real I, I mean is there, uh,
2: You know when I had when I, when I when I when I was actually thinking about the New Jack City meeting the Departed I was actually Nino Brown aspect was the, the definitely, he might not all be within, um, too real, but mm-hmm. far as the aspect of, you know, the Nino Brown, the head guy.
0: And right. at the yeah. end of the
2: movie, the real guy, this is the real gangster killer. And at the end of the movie, he turns around and he tells, you know, yeah. that right there was sums up with that before the signer is tested, right? Yeah. Because right. now it's like, hey, this is the end of the show, and what are you gonna do? He's like, "Hey, I'm bringing. If I go down, he's going down." And you know, a lot of times that's what these people, these guys are. They don't, they don't think about the um, tomorrow and what if. They, they live in a now, world. I'm, I'm this person. Yeah, I'm this guy. I'm that guy. This is what I'm gonna do. And and I have run into guys that they did tell, and they were still every bit of uh, vicious as uh, uh, mm. a gangster. Like some of them, they're right. they're shame. Will make them like you know hold their head down and you know remove themselves, but some of these guys like they don't care, you know they don't mm-hmm.
4: care. Yeah, so well, I he, just Nino he he was taken down by somebody that he took for granted. You know he had yeah. all these enemies yeah. guarding against, him, and he had all this paranoia, and he was concerned about and the it was how he
0: treated his friends, the police,
4: and everything. and It turned out to be somebody that he probably just thought was a, a piece of crap, you know, just a piss ant on the earth, you know, somebody that, that he didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about. You know, took the I'm
0: not sure, Nino. Did, we're talking about a character that has nothing to do with Sim's book, but I'm not sure Nino actually had any respect for anyone but himself by right. that time.
4: But I mean, Wesley no Snipes one is a great mattered. actor. I've I liked yeah. him in a lot of roles. Yeah. But, you know.
0: I didn't. I didn't feel this was yeah. character. Yeah. Wesley Snipes did a good job with it, but I'm not sure I believed this character as. You know, I mean, he was just so one dimensional.
4: Yeah, not to butter your bread, but I think mm-hmm. too real.
0: Yeah, as is a, a more much multi-dimensional, more multi-dimensional
4: when he talked about. Character. He is like, he was, right. He felt about his mother, exactly. you know, things like that.
2: Yeah, and I think also with too real. He was uh, wrestling with, with, you know, you know. I think as a man and as, as males as, as our ego, you mm-hmm. know, when we we feel like we've been fooled it's right. like, it makes us sometimes question everything like wow if i miss that how much more things did i miss like now i mm-hmm. question you know your sharpness your awareness just you know like you know where you can trust you can it's trust is it's just it's a big thing it's just so many
3: mm-hmm. and then we,
2: we want to show the human the human aspects of it because a lot of times we can say one thing i could watch something happen to you and be like hey it's gonna be all right but while you're going through it especially like I guess I can see why people always get mad when they're going through something and someone's like, All right, calm down. It's like what calm down? Don't
4: right. Tell me to calm down.
1: And, you don't know, don't you calm need to, to control how through. I react.
4: <laughs> yeah, don't tell me to calm down when this is something worth being worked up about. It's <laughs> you know,
1: like
4: important. But, but so at this point I'd like to take a break for our sponsor. Um the mm-hmm. name of the book again is the factor when death before dishonor is tested. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more, a little bit about Sim's music career. We're back. Okay. We're back with Sim Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, the book yeah. is The Factor When Death when Before Dishonor.
3: Tested. Yeah, let, let Sim.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, the factor when death before dishonor is tested by Sim Campbell.
0: All right.
4: Yes, sir. So we had an author mm-hmm. on recently, and she suggested that we go to our local library and see if they can stock her book. So we're going to try to make a practice of that to see if we
3: yeah.
0: can
4: get uh, some mm-hmm. of our guests you know, added to the Cincinnati, yeah. uh, Cincinnati Library. So
0: Yes, the Greater Cincinnati Library that- is well known um, even um, nationally, and uh, it was one of the first public libraries in the country. So it might have right. been the first. I- I'm not 100% on that. Yeah.
2: I'm definitely going to have to send you guys an uh, autographed physical copy. If you guys Aww. have a PO box, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna getting ready to order some more. We just have an address, yeah, so we'll do that you. off the uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we, maybe thing, we should
0: me. get a P.O. box. I don't know. <laughs> no. P.O. box. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because, you
2: know, it's, it's the beginning. You guys are, you know, more yeah. than likely definitely going to grow. Oh, oh, I appreciate it. It. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, we I just, wanted to,
0: and I wanted something to do. <laughs> yeah, because
2: in the pandemic, you know, we, I had to, uh, a lot yeah. of things I had to do, like over the internet. Yeah. So, and I think
0: that's going
2: to continue. Yeah.
0: Some of
1: it.
2: Yeah definitely yeah yeah i think a lot of it will because mm-hmm. it gives it, they need they see it, that was their backup plan now so they know okay push come to shove way we this is how we're going to approach this and you know
1: right i'm pretty sure
2: they see how beneficial it was in
4: a lot of in cases you know yeah.
1: yeah
4: yeah i don't think we're going to go completely back to norm you know the way we were before things are no there's going to be remote remote no
0: education
4: Mm -hmm. and working and that type of thing is here to stay I think.
0: I know if it wasn't for COVID uh my job would never have moved to a home-based job because my management just wasn't willing to do it. No. No. But uh back to you (laughs) our guest.
4: So um Sim uh you have this alter ego and that's Screwface Pele Ozzy.
3: Screwface
2: yes Screwface Pele. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Screwface Pele tell
2: those are all names that were given to me as a uh, you know young young kid growing up whether they oh, why well, your face always look made up like you're mad so that's where the school face part comes from oh. <laughs> resting are, bitch like face. that character from Mar- that character from mark for that school face with uh you ever you ever seen that ca- that movie uh mark for that was it steven seagal it's an old jamaican movie well, you know, Stephen Sagal yeah, I think
0: Jamaican I did mafia. like but like a long, long time ago. Long my, dad a, my dad went through a uh, Steven Seagal phase. Yeah. 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 When I was like a teenager. No, yeah. I'm not old.
1: <laughs> so that's kind of <laughs> where that originated. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm.
2: That's where school face is, you know, like you say, he's um definitely like how you the alter ego because you know, writing, you know, sometimes when you write, I feel like a, when I'm a creator, I'm free to do what I want and say what I want, mm-hmm. but also I have to learn to just, like, let it go because I used to write and, um like, really try to edit it or say no, say it a certain way, or even just didn't like it. Sometimes, you know, it's like your thought, and I heard, I think the DMX said it in one of his lines, like, you know, another rhyme written is another thought captured, because now you capture that thought on a piece of paper, you know? Yep. What you was thinking at the moment, because you know, we live in the moment. Life is all about moments and ups and downs, and you know. Right.
0: So, you can edit yourself right out of a book.
2: (laughs) Yes. So, I learned to just write, express myself more, and I can say more when I'm, you know, whatever rapping or you know like you say speaking poetry i like how you put that because i think poets are some of the deepest thinkers
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's what i think you know, sometimes how they put things in words i really like that mm-hmm.
0: yeah and yeah. i would i would call you a bard a modern day bard. A barb bard Okay. A-A-R-D.
2: bard okay
0: yeah like a yeah a storyteller okay Uh i don't know if you i i listen to and uh, read a lot of fantasy fiction and yeah. back before you could listen to the radio bards would go town to town and entertain minstrels and bards okay okay so and they yeah, would be storytellers I, um, they would be the mailman they would spread the news so they were a yeah, lot in the part of history uh-huh Yes. I think that's a part of
2: all of our culture. We all had someone who was uh, I understand the um just how you used it, but mm-hmm. I also feel like we definitely, we all had it in our culture, like someone who was telling the history. I think right. before they started documenting mm-hmm. it, someone had to keep someone passing it down the and the telling it and repeating it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone was designated to do that. Mm-hmm. That's just what I
4: think. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a sh-
0: traveling yeah. shaman, I suppose, in a way. In some Yes. Answers. Yeah.
4: Now, if you go into YouTube and you mm-hmm. search Screwface Pele, there's lots yes. of music. There's yes. a lot of great music comes up. And um, so I, I guess my question is, uh, do you have you done a lot of albums? Um, are you doing singles, uh, uh, live streams?
2: Uh, yeah, I did, I did a lot of, um, you know, because for me, it was like a dream that I had given up on. And then... Um, I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not try? You ever think about something so much and then, you know what? I'd rather just do it yep. instead of keep thinking about it, even if I fail. So, you know, I started out with just um, making songs and videos and, you know, gradually just growing it and and getting the response that I kept going. It kept growing. It's, it started out very slow and it's even at times it's still slow and sometimes I get discouraged, but, you know, Mm -hmm. like when I speak to people like you guys and different people it kind of motivates me again to keep going keep Mm -hmm. going and then you know sometimes I hear other guys you know my age and hey you made me want to do this or I see someone doing it because they they saw me doing it or even someone who did who don't like you you might motivate them to do it I think that's what we do the haters we motivate them because I think Mm -hmm. they put us in a like a standard they have us as as this is what we're supposed to be then when we exceed their expectation they get riled up but it also motivate them to say hey if he do it i can do it
1: because mm-hmm. they
2: gotta you know so
4: right
3: yeah so right. you
4: did say that i could uh you know play a
3: few uh minutes of your the music uh... yeah <laughs> when they see me my
2: ex sick when they see me in that ex 6 make them uncomfortable when i enter the exit i know your type you want to be there when we ball but go on the fence. hit ma I remember one thing i'm a stand-up guy even with a dead dick you want me to keep it 100 but your feelings keep getting in the way i'm not concerned with what you're doing that shit ain't getting any paid they say opposite attack but we going in the opposite way i mean direction it's my fault i fall short sometimes i'm making my words meet my action but should are miss my accent I mean, present time is of the essence They say the time we spent wasn't wasted There's a value in everything You just gotta find a lesson Don't just hear me listen You say I'm acting different Ever since I came from prison I could change your living and your vision But in the end, you gotta make the decision Yeah
3: So I
2: just dropped that EP "Top Shot on Deck" with a eight eight track. as like eight track, a little bit of a rap reggae, and I also tell you a lot about my life experience in that. So you know when you listen to that one, the "Top Shot on Deck." I don't know if you guys got a, a uh, got a chance to listen to that. It was like eight songs. Mhm.
4: I think you might have been listening to that yeah. the, when when you logged in because it was fairly yeah, new, it was fairly new, and it was like it, it was an album. It was a number of mm-hmm. tracks. In a row, we were kind
2: of. Oh yeah, 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 with yeah. the pop dedication, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've
4: mm-hmm. always liked, uh, you know, Bob, Bob Marley. You know, I always like. Yeah. Uh, those influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah you very can positive, hear
0: that influence. You know? mm-hmm. yes. and, uh,
4: yeah, and just... we're not the biggest rap connoisseurs, but yeah. we do, you know. Yeah. Uh, we like. Uh, we're kind of old school, <laughs> you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I'm old school too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: The kids
0: always tease me. We They're we like, oh, predate you,
4: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Lisa was talking about she likes LL Cool J, and uh, mm-hmm. we're
0: talking
4: about Young MC and Beastie mm-hmm. Boys, yeah. back from the '90s and stuff. Yeah. And uh,
1: yeah.
4: So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I like I really like the Beastie Boys because they incorporate so much instrumentation. You know, um, yeah. a lot of jazz influences and rock guitar and stuff. Um, you know. <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. I like a lot of music from the era, like the eighties era, how the, like just because of the things of the sound that's incorporated in those rhythms and beats, you mm-hmm. know, just like what you just talking about. So, I do and understand. that I do is our. We,
0: yeah. we were in high school in the eighties, so you know, right. The mid eighties, anyway. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, and of course, yeah. there was a uh, Run DMC with "Walk This Way." Oh you know, yeah. The, uh, mm-hmm. Fusion they did with Aerosmith that was like huge. Was kind of, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know there was fusion before that, but that was the the kind of to me that seems like the tipping point of yeah. fusion. But,
3: but the, and I think I. No,
0: I'm
2: listening. I'm sorry, I get excited. No, no, no go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I was saying I,
2: I I might have some fusion music that you guys didn't get a chance to listen to yet. Okay. And uh, maybe I send it to you guys separately. Yeah, maybe that would we be could cool. Check out some of the stuff right. I did. Yeah, like different yeah. concepts that um that I haven't released yet right cool yeah yeah that'd be great
0: now, um do you write your lyrics and music
2: yeah i write my lyrics and i just pick out the instrumental beats a lot of times the, the beat might drive how i write them or however they come out the beat mm-hmm. might dictate that yeah and my writing process is, is funny sometimes the hardest part for me is to start and to
1: finish but mm-hmm.
2: um so once i get started then you know i let it i try to let it be natural instead of keep instead of forcing something right so sometimes, sometimes you'll get a quick
4: writing, and sometimes it might take a while. Mhm. Yeah. Um. So when you look at these activities, you know, between writing and, ra- I mean, I guess, I guess the music probably incorporates, and, and maybe, maybe it does. Maybe it satisfies your mm-hmm. writing um, itch.
0: Mhm.
4: You know, but I mean, which, which do you prefer, though? I mean, do you prefer to be. What drives
0: you more, the music or the books?
4: You know, the, everything,
2: I think the music started out, everything. I didn't even tell you guys the story of how I started writing music, because mm-hmm. I was around all my American friends, and they used to always be, because I just used to listen to reggae music. I was really into my culture,
1: right? You know, reggae
2: and Calypso, and all that, but then I was around all American guys, my friends, were Americans, and they was rapping, and they was, they used to be like, oh, rapping, everybody, like, oh,
1: oh, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I don't
2: understand what they say. I don't get it, you know.
1: Right. So
2: I had to kind of learn to fit in. I had to learn to kind of fit in, you know, and that's that's how it started. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I started writing. But I do. It started with the music because you asked the question. So I do like the the, the music aspect because it's more. It's actually more faster.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because you know when I'm writing those books, it, it takes oh, it takes it takes a while sometimes because I got to be putting these plots together and. Right developing characters and just like you say sometimes just like let my mind run wild and then call it back sometimes like yeah hey, you're getting
4: crazy <laughs> now come on yeah. <laughs> so but I, i'm still curious about this idea do you do any like live performances do you like go to you know, perform in a club yeah
1: anything?
2: yeah we just started doing that now that they're open and everything so i try to go to the open mic because i want to get uh, myself used to these things so Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a couple of live live um open mics. We did open mic showcases. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be certain. So That's what we're
1: doing right now. That, yeah,
2: so I, could even, I could send you guys a clip too if I can. I email you guys a clip of the open mics. So you can see the performance. Right,
4: that'd be great. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely.
0: That'd be cool. And uh, yeah. what what Phil can do is incorporate some of these um things that you've shared with us into the edited podcast.
4: Yeah, well, we don't
0: do film as we're casting because we want to keep it kind of conversational. So we do that on purpose. Mm -hmm. um, And and plus, when we started, we didn't have a camera. (laughs) There's that, too. So we talked ourselves into it.
4: (laughs) We talked about doing some YouTube. And we
0: don't have to put on makeup.
4: Right, right. (laughs) We just it would be exactly. Or you
1: guys
2: just keep it real, you know, because then, you know, yeah. I feel like the audience that's that's going to gravitate to you are the audience who like you. And that's all we should care about. The people exactly. who, who, who like what we're talking about are, are into what we're talking about. We can't please yeah. those who, if it's not for them, it's not for them. So I think, you know, you guys just being you guys is going to attract the audience that's, you know, that's for yeah. you. That we were meant to have. Well, right? when we, when we did, yeah, and when we become popular, then everybody else will ride with it. Everyone, they yep. just bandwagon. They'll be, once we get successful, they all will be here. Hey, y'all been listening to the to the, the Hey show. You know, they're going to yep. always have something to say afterwards. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
4: Definitely. All mm-hmm. right, Sam. I think we've had a really good hour here, I think. Um, yeah, definitely.
0: Now, um, there is one question I always asked at the end. Um, what did we what did you expect us to ask or what did we not ask that you would have expected us to
2: no you know I was because I listened to you guys talk show so I already know but oh. well, you said it in the thing that you guys gonna um mm-hmm. talk and right. you know I just was just I didn't think you guys was gonna get the book as, as well as you guys got it oh well oh. You
0: know, yeah well we did manage so to I just, actually read the whole thing so <laughs> we haven't been able to read and, and every I, author's book all the way. Yeah. yeah and then right. you know
2: why i said that is because i have bloggers uh-huh. that I I, yeah. I I actually paid for book reviews and mm-hmm. they don't blog it right so i'm like oh my goodness did the bloggers yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, they're so like get the tails wrong yeah <laughs> well, they got the tails they gave away too much of the story and i'm like right uh, you know so but the
0: one blogger that we listened to the one that mentioned the chest she did get a little um uh, yeah, you you really don't need to read the book when she's done. <laughs> it was almost but, she her said, yeah, I, but I mean, I very it was nice. And I think it was smart, but yeah. uh huh.
2: Yeah, the best blog I got. I think her name was like simply Brianna. She was really
0: that might you know, have been she it. She
2: went into it simply Brianna. I think you no, know, you you guys probably got the one from Texas. And um, yeah, this was definitely,
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, a girl. Uh, she was black. Yeah, uh, she was pretty. Yeah. Um, nice full figure. Um, yeah, other that's that I... the one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely. But you guys can do book
4: review because you guys are pretty sharp. Oh, well. I'm pretty sure that's something else that you could add on. Well, maybe I will. Are you on Amazon? Maybe. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So, uh, so maybe we'll go out there. Maybe we'll submit a book review. Who knows? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we like doing that type of
0: thing yeah i, I do that all the
4: time
0: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah it's on amazon the book is
2: on amazon it's available on amazon but right. i uh, really want to support me they can go to my website and get it which is com, which is a-a-s-y enterprises e-n-t-e-r-p-r-i-s-e-s dot com and they can mm-hmm. order the book directly from me and i do you're going to get it cheaper from me than amazon
4: yeah. but okay. you know they can get it from amazon too right all right sam man it's been great really appreciate yeah. it um I'm all right hope to have you back again sometime uh when that second book yeah definitely <laughs> Anytime. yeah all right all right thank you very I much right. have
0: a good day right. you've been have listening a to yeah uh-huh with lisa and phil and sim campbell thank you thank
4: you all right bye
0: bye, bye. bye. Hey, listeners, it's Lisa
4: and Phil
0: from Yeah, Uh Uh-huh.
4: How are we doing?
0: We love feedback.
4: Please use our socials to let us know what you think.
0: We have socials twitter yeah Uh uh-huh pod
4: instagram
0: yeah Uh uh-huh pod facebook yeah Uh uh-huh pod notice Notice a a pattern pattern? website www.yeah-uh-huh.com so let us know hit us back have a great week